Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. This stat blew my mind. Okay, How do we do this show and you haven't told me that the Steelers hadn't had more than 400 yards of offense in a game in 58 games. And it was 45 under Canada. I've mentioned that several times, but I think a lot of the times when I just start ranting about the Steelers, you start to tune me out. That's possible. Because you Dude, know that I'm just going to go on. 58 games. Uh, yeah, that's why I've made it a cottage industry to tear down this human being and basically character assassinate him for the better part of three years. Now do you get why I did that? I was nervous today, though. I wouldn't have backed you on that pick because I didn't think we were going to see the Steelers have a new offense. I mean, they they completely, in seven days, uh, went back to the drawing board and reinvented the wheel here uh, to mix metaphors. I mean, that's what they did. They started the game with play action. They threw over the middle. They don't do either of those two things. They haven't done either of those things for two plus years. They got their tight end involved. Fryermuth, who came off a hamstring injury, had over 100 receiving yards, was their most targeted guy. Najee Harris went for over seven yards, almost seven yards a carry. Pickett looked poised. He looked really good. He looked like the guy that I was uh, borderline orgasmic for in the preseason. He was back to being that quarterback. He threw for almost 300 yards today. The only reason why his passer rating wasn't higher was because Deontay Johnson's touchdown in the end zone got overturned. He was excellent. So there's a reason here. This was not a fluky win. You might look at the, the final score if you didn't watch the game and think 16-10, same old Steelers. They won with defense and they played an ugly game. No. No, they moved. They were in Bengals territory pretty much the entire game with long drives on the ground and in the air, uh, a lot to build off of here. And now their schedule is so easy the rest of the way, the second easiest in the conference. They're going to really have to trip and fall on their dinghy here to not make the playoffs, Danny. It's going to take a collapse of epic proportions to not get there. But aren't you now in a tough spot because you were out on Kenny Pickett? Well, yeah, but I, I might yeah, – I told you I didn't think he was a bust yet. So yeah, I was out. He's not a bust, but you're out. But now Canada's I was out. out. But I, when I when I said he was out, the coordinator change hadn't happened. 
And they had never fired a coach in season ever since World War II. So I didn't really have that on the table. It's a realistic possibility to get their quarterback out of the rut and funk he was in. All right. All right. I'll allow it. Next up. Uh, Chiefs and, and Raiders. Did the Chiefs wake up today? So they hadn't had a second half touchdown in a month. Mm-hmm. And then they have this offensive explosion. And listen, I mean, it was a game where Rice played well. Long touchdown. And Travis, but but also 10 targets. Like Pacheco. I didn't see Ra- that stat. Wow, that is a lot for him. You know, like it was it was not a game where it felt like they needed Travis Kelsey, which is what the majority of Chiefs games have felt like. He's going to blow away everybody in targets. He is the focal point of the defense and the offense. And if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, they're in big trouble. This actually felt, I mean, Pacheco got 15 carries. They had a real commitment on the ground. He gets in the end zone twice. He also was uh, targeted a ton with the patented Andy Reid screen game. Like it, it, it felt much more balanced. Uh, it, it felt like a typical Chiefs Raiders game to me. Uh, the Raiders have a history here in the last few years of uh, at least in one game per year, given the Chiefs a test, they got up 14 to nothing. And then Kansas City responded and they did a lot of the things that you just described. Like my gripe with the Chiefs for so much of the year has been, yeah, their defense has been phenomenal, way better than any of us expected, but they don't look like the invincible chiefs where their offense is a cheat code or as a video game offense. Well, it did in the second half of this game. And so that's what would give me, if I'm a chiefs fan, uh, some assurance that they're going to take what they did in this game. And it's going to translate to future games. Like you're right. They, in the second half of this game for the first time in a long time, they looked like, a vintage Chiefs offense where there were there was trickery, there was creativity, there were other guys getting involved. It worked. So something to build off of for them for sure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Half-baked idea. Maybe this isn't the best time to to do this as we're trying to keep this thing moving. Jason Kelsey is talking about how he, you know, maybe doesn't have much time left playing in the NFL. They've got this burgeoning media empire, the Kelsey brothers do. Travis Kelsey is traveling internationally and dating the most famous woman in the world. Any chance the Kelsey brothers retire together in the offseason so they can go into Canton together? First brothers ever to be inducted in the same year in the Hall of Fame? Oh, I think that that's entirely possible. Yeah. That both, both Kelsey's retire. I bet that, I bet they've talked about it with each other. It'd be cool. Did, you, did somebody tell you that and you're – or did you literally just come up with that? No, I mean, I thought about it. I was thinking about it today. 
That's one of your better ones, bro. Thanks, I like that one a lot. I mean, uh, that just, I, I, I could just, I think, I think that'd be a cool thing. That'd be kind of fun. All right. All right. Uh, Panthers and Titans. The owner of the Panthers, David Tepper, is reportedly furious. Now, when you say reportedly furious, are you talking about this viral tweet of him just screaming, Yes. F U C K after? Yes. The game ended? Le- leaving the locker room after the game, shaking his head and yelling the F word. Okay. That and is my report. Write, yes. And then you wrote, what could he have expected? Everybody seemed to know that this was going to be really, really ugly. And it has been really, really ugly. Now, I was wrong. Yeah, you that. said they were going to be an average team this year with a chance to win the division. And you weren't that far off. I think they're... I think their uh, win total in Vegas was seven and a half. They and they won, se- to be, they won seven last year. They were expected to be an average team this season. Well, they're going to fire their coach. And they don't have a first round pick. And it's going to be the number one pick in the draft. So what's he? what move does he have on the chessboard? Like, it's not going to be a good job for whatever coach comes and gets the job, because it it will look like, okay, it's got a quarterback attached to it that has huge question marks. It's got an owner who reportedly meddles, and there's no job security or patience for an established head coach with an all-star coaching staff. So I don't really see a way out of this box. For them Now, we said the same thing about Denver last year, and we'll get to them in a little bit, that they were in the worst situation you could possibly be in in the NFL, and then it looks like Sean Payton has turned that thing around, so maybe you just hire the, the right coach, and that's your first step towards it, but I feel like Frank Reich is going to get fired, and I feel like it's going to come across as desperation, and they probably are in trouble for years to come. I wouldn't do it. I'd run it back with all the offensive minds that they have there. I would give it another shot. I think what's happened here, the reason why, and look, I've, we, I've, I've seen some of their games. You watched, we all watched that awful Thursday night game between the Panthers and Bears. And that was, it was amplified and made to look worse because of the trade that happened that going up for him and giving up the yeah. wide receiver too and all that business. If Stroud isn't a stud, I think that the the global response to what's happened in Carolina could have been, this is just the natural growing pains of a number one overall pick. Now, I know they weren't the worst team in the league the season before, so it wasn't, as you pointed out several times, it wasn't as if he was walking in to one of the worst situations in the entire NFL. But I do think... I do think it would be wise of them to look at not what's happening in Houston, but other number one overall pick quarterbacks and how their teams performed and how they did in their first year. And just, I, what I'm saying is I think it could actually make the situation worse. Yes. If you try to hire a new coach and force a new system on young and everything else this off season. I, I don't think right. I don't think Frank's a great coach. I don't think he's as bad as their record is this year, though. And I would just try to run it back next year and hope for better results with better players. Listen, I, I think that you're right. I think that continuity might be the play 
given that there is no salvation there in terms of like a draft pick or an obvious superstar head coach to take the gig, but he doesn't seem like the type of guy who will do it. All right, next game. I just alluded to it. Denver and Cleveland. The Broncos have won five straight. Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, Browns. Should Sean Payton be the coach of the year? 